Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcasts. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. To find out more about them or any of the other authors from the Elevate series, be be sure to check out elevatebooks.com where you'll find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we're speaking with Shell Tyndall. Now, Shell is a speaker and international best-selling author. With over 30 years experience as an entrepreneur, she is passionate when it comes to mentoring others who also have a deep desire to make this change into running a successful business. Shell is both practical and profound with deep knowledge grounded in real experience of the human condition, including our desires, our strengths, our limited thinking, and ultimately our winning mindset. She understands what it takes to successfully make the transition into entrepreneurship and loves seeing the incredible sense of achievement in the ones who decide to bet on themselves and most importantly, stay the course. Shell cares deeply about affecting change and finds immense joy in knowing the ripple effect that flows when a genuine transformation has been achieved. Shell enables her clients to shift the conditioned behaviors that keep them locked in by teaching them how to raise their awareness. Having educated and empowered people around the world to elevate their results, Through the sharing of these proven ideas and principles, it is clear how effective her coaching and trainings truly are. Her study and application of these principles has allowed her to create a global business. Now, Shell is a deeply intuitive person with a profound knowledge on the workings of the mind, which allows her to have the insights required to get things done with excellence and grace. So please join me and welcome to the show, Shell. Hello, Shell. Hello, Ben. Great to be here. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How, how are things going with you out there in the, in the wonderful world of entrepreneurship? Really well. Yeah, I, um, I know that that's not the case and people are really feeling, you know, what's going on in this yeah. pandemic world. And um, I guess I'm just grateful to see that sometimes when these things come, there's a, there's a blessing behind it in disguise that, you know, that's what I had to step, step through. And life can be um, enhanced and different on the other side of any challenges like we're mm. experiencing. So I'm delighted in seeing people really make some changes. Nice. And there, there's always that opportunity that can be found in any marketplace. I know you've had an incredible career. And uh, for the people who are just dialing in, maybe they've got a copy of your incredible book, Elevate Your Results, or maybe they haven't got their hands on it yet. I, I do know, uh, having known you for a long time now, you have had an incredible career that is just really a string of successes uh, in all areas of entrepreneurship. And I know you've taken a large amount of people nowadays through that entire journey of making that transition mm-hmm. into owning and running successful businesses. So I guess I always like to start, what, why? Why did you get into entrepreneurship? What made you break free of the rat race and go and, you know, cut a new path. What was it that inspired all of that? Oh, Ben, such a great question. Well, if you were with me about 25 years ago, you'd have found me in the outback of Queensland um, in a family rural business 
a mum, you know, a wife, raising three small children and pursuing buying more tracts of land to, to build an economy of scale when the fore price in the wool industry, you know, <laughs> dropped and got uh, killed off forever. Interest rates went to 20%. Um, so quite the roller coaster, you could say. And, right. you know, I was looking, looking ahead thinking, gosh, how are we going to educate our children? What are the things that um, are going to take place? So um, 20 years ago, I made the decision and took action to actually go and pursue a, a career for myself, stepping out and starting a business that was going to provide us a future. And so 15 years ago, I actually found myself not only traveling Australia, but traveling many countries around the world uh, where I could actually go and you know, show people to do exactly what I'd done and um, teach the insights and those things that ensured success. You know, sadly, I found there's a major problem out there. And that is that um, people have no longer got the passion around either their jobs or their careers, and yet felt totally hopeless and stuck as a way to they could transition. And, you know, go pursue something that they love. So, you know, that's when I dedicated my life and um, I've actually been helping people through that time and since then in how to actually successfully make that transition, live a life that they truly love and not go to the grave, you know, with their dreams still inside. Mm. And I know you help a lot of people with this. And for the listeners out there, what what sort of uh, business models do you uh, have a preference for what do you recommend if I'm sitting here right now and I'm like you know I want to make a transition I want to I want to step into this world of entrepreneurship what do you suggest people do look many I have actually coached people through many fields um, I I kind of cut my teeth in the direct sales industry after being in a you know traditional rural business so um, as well as being able to help coaches and people in their own business so you know it's it's pretty broad in the fundamentals and the strategies towards successfully moving from that you know incredible chasm of being an employee to to actually being successful in your own business um it it really it can be anyone and i'm talking professionals transitioning a career you know who may have been on a lot more income but have been tied to a company so um traditionally i tend to work with people such as uh teachers you know uh, people with a career who are then looking to make that change because things in their industry um, and in their their worlds are no longer the same as what they started out as. So um, I guess that's pretty broad, but I'm happy to help, you know, people that are really dedicated and ready to make that change. Well, what, is, what is the the secret to entrepreneurial success? I know you talk a lot about the, the importance of mindset and so on. What What would you say to the people listening out there what have they got to do that allows them to make this transition? What are the important elements? Gosh, you know, for me, and I actually share this in my book, one of the biggest things was that when I was laying awake at night thinking, how am I going to make this change, you know, in my old uh, life, the thing that I came across was, you know, I was a stay-at-home mum, also taking kids to school. Like I did 40-something thousand kilometres a year doing that. Um, just because we were in isolation. But um, I remember starting to build an image of me being a successful business woman on a global platform and speaking and training people. And yet I was a mum at home, you know, living on 44,000 acres and looking after sheep and uh, cattle and family and and things like that. So, you know, a, a very different reality to what was there at the time. So I'm 
I'm committed to helping people create that new self-image. Otherwise, there's a thing called the paradigms that, which is that old conditioned way of seeing ourselves tends to be the thermostat on what keeps us locked into the results that we're currently having and doesn't allow us to see that new image of, you know, the possibilities of creating something new. And, um, and I think I lived that, became that, and obviously creating that global business um, and, you know, being a top performer year in, year out only came from implementing that new self-image of who I was and, and being able to impact many people. So I find that's, that's really critical. And then obviously the mindset, the, the resilience to stay the course and, you know, as that really gets locked into who you are, are critical factors in being successful. Uh, now, when Shell says one of the top performers, I, I, I think she probably doesn't give it the credit. You are like one of the best in the world. So <laughs> like when it comes to your success in direct sales and your success in the business endeavours, you're, you're literally one of the best in the world at this. So I guess people are sitting around saying, A, I don't have a business at all. B, I don't even know how to get into this idea of direct sales or any of that kind of thing. And what, how do you do this? How do you go from cattle farming with raising three kids to then be like literally one of the best and most successful people and dare I say, women in this industry that, that's ever existed. Like, so I, I know you like to be humble in your approach, but let's just give the listeners <laughs> the truth here for a second. How, what, how do you do that? What, what goes on? You talk about this thing called a paradigm. What, what shifts? What, what was the big thing? Like how? I, I, I want to know how. How? How did this happen? Yeah. Isn't that us Aussies, Ben? My mastermind group just said, Shell. Go, go write that bio like you were a world-class expert that you are. I was like, we're Australian, you know, that's that. Um, we always talk good. ourselves down. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, hence, they wrote some of those things in my bio. Um, so, you know what? I think many of us that go do it, and you can relate to this, we're unconscious competence. I think we organically know what to do. You know what I mean? Like it's, gosh, we looked after tens of thousands of sheep. There's a caring nature that comes with yeah. that and and um, a business mindset that, that we had. But to help anyone, I really take it back to I made a committed decision. And I remember looking in my kids' eyes knowing I wasn't going to fail. So, you know, it's that finding that thing deep inside that probably still gets to me um, because there's many things that come at you that will influence you if you haven't got that anchored in. And I'm talking about the the why, the belief, why was I doing it? To create a better life for our family and um, and then to see the, the back end of that. Um, it's not about, so people kind of get lost in that, haven't got a business, how do I start, what's the right thing? Um, but I also think that you have to have something like that, like I can still see my son's eyes, you know, locked in that there's gonna be hard times, there's gonna be challenges. I had to learn so many skills. You know, hey, driving in the city traffic was one that just terrified <laughs> me. You know, and I tell people later, you know, I can merge beautifully. Um, but I'm just laughing at that because, you know, that's a given for everyone that, that that's easy. Whereas there's skills that you will learn. But I think that if you haven't developed that uh, mindset and that real decision as to what you're doing and make it committed and take that action and get better, you know, along the way. Um, that's what I love helping people with because they get stuck in sometimes the things that keep them busy 
not the key principles that build a business. And um, I think I was just fortunate. So that's what I've done through all those years when I say I'm now going to share those insights with people through, through my courses is that um, there are key things that I think make the difference. And there are things that just keep people busy, which I think, which is why we see the statistics that so many people don't make it. But um, does that make sense what I'm saying? You know, yeah, it's absolutely. And I know for the listeners out there, Shell hasn't just done it once. You've done it multiple times. You've risen to the top multiple times in multiple different organizations. So it wasn't like you fluked it by any stretch of the imagination. You've literally done it over and over and over again. So when you talk about these key uh, fundamentals or these key principles, what are some of these things that people need to be aware of? They're sitting there being busy being busy, but you're saying now that there's, there's probably things you're not paying attention to. What are some of those key things that, that you find that people just miss? Yeah, well, I can only take what happened for me and why it happened so organically. I always went with a pure intent. I mm. went with, this was not about me. This was about, I'm going to create a partnership with someone. And together, if, if we've got a common goal, we can go and do great business together. But I was always them focused, their results focused, and had that ability to um, not only share those insights, but to mentor over the top. Because, you know, when we start going for goals and people are new on that journey, as I was, we hit a thing called the terror barrier. We get so close to getting that result, then all of a sudden that old image of who we are can come up and we start looking at the present results rather than, you know, what we're actually going after. And that totally messes up people's minds and they they retract, they go back into not having that confidence that they'd gained through that process of us working together. And um, I watched that many times, but it's just such an incredible thing is that when people are committed and make that decision to step across that imaginary line, it's all in their mind, um, it's like they grow in confidence, their stature changes. They then also have the, the confidence, which is what I loved in my industry, that they could then pass that baton to other people. And, you know, they became the torchbearers of, what I saw that I was doing. And so that ripple effect of a legacy carried on. Um, so I was other people focused generally. I know people talk mm -hmm. about it, but it's sometimes not the case of the reality of what's going on. And um, I always work, I say that in my book, I always worked with what are the results that don't keep us busy, but give us a leveraged uh, result behind it. And probably why my chapter's called Empowering Results. You know, it's Let's do the things that, that really get the results, not just spin our wheels. So, um, yeah, I, I've loved being able to create many leaders in the industry who've gone on and, and, you know, impacted other lives. You must have had to have helped a lot of people with this. I mean, you refer to this as, as a paradigm. For the listeners out there who've never heard this phrase before, yeah. what's your, you know, brief summary of, of what paradigm means to the everyday person? Yeah, well, it's, it's actually... Um, a group of habits, a group of ideas, thinking that we have about ourselves that uh, keeps us locked into that conditioning. And Ben, in, in my programs, I teach about the stick person. And it was one of the most incredible images that I learned years ago. Dr. Thruman Fleet back in the 30s created this through concept therapy. And um, he actually got to show people, you know, an image of what the mind is and breaks that into two parts, you know, the conscious and the, the subconscious. And mm -hmm. in that he was just showing people that the things that we take on 
as infants and through our early environment become fixed beliefs in that unconscious mind. And, um, and in that we will never outperform what's put there unless we learn this process of going and implanting a new one. And that's what I had to do. And so that to me is a paradigm. Now, when I started to, un to study and unfold and get to know this better, why people don't do what they want to do, it's the paradigm every time that's keeping them locked in to moving towards the life that they really want. So there's a really important process in helping them, you know, dissolve that, put, you know, new legs, uh, stable legs under a new belief of, you know, the image that they want to be. And, and I just looked at it. I went from that stay-at-home mum, even though in a rural business, to creating, you know, big changes and, and, and for me, big incomes around, you know, my life and, and a new paradigm for me. So, um, yeah, they're really, it's not just a word that became a buzzword. It's a very important thing to know that it's present and it's, it's there every time. To, to so it's, it's kind of it. like a story we tell ourselves and then we act that story out and we don't even realize we're doing it because other people have, I don't know, conditioned us to behave certain ways. So in order for me to go from, one version of me to another, I have to change my paradigm uh, using this languaging. Obviously, you've worked with thousands of people that have made the transition and been very successful in direct selling and all kinds of walks of life from CEOs mm -hmm. to stay-at-home mums and so on. So tell me, how do you help someone change a paradigm? Like, what, what is it a person should do right now if they're sitting at home right now and go oh you know what i need to shift this thing i need to change what do you normally guide people to do what's something they can do right away to start to yeah. chip away at this paradigm i love that um, biggest thing is becoming aware and i always say to people that awareness precedes change and mm -hmm. if we don't know our languaging uh and our conditioning uh of the thoughts that we hold then we're not even in a position to, they just happen automatically. Do you realize like most of that's pre-programming, like learning how to drive a car. Once you've learned, you know, that's it for life. Um, you do it on autopilot. So most people aren't actually consciously choosing the thoughts that they allow in every day um, to say, wow, does that line up with, you know, who I want to be? Because most of the time they're in alignment with, and remember we took on a lot of those beliefs from, you know, well-meaning parents, the, the school environment, everything, which were probably limited thinking for what anyone that really wants to step out and do something great with their life um, has to be aware of. And that's a fixed belief. So then we, once we've identified it, we then have to um, clarify what are the things that we want. Well, you know, I wanted to be someone that made an impact on a global scale. And, and I have raised up a lot of people from, you know, being stuck to now living a life that they love and that brings me immense joy so you know you, you mentioned the stay-at-home mum that's totally different to a ceo they've only just got to change their status you know of of being able to how do they then go and create something on their own um so you know it's varying degrees but really sitting with this and being aware of our behaviors and and i said get some people even just to wear a rubber band around their wrist if they notice the negativity coming through, you know, be conscious. Okay, that's not me. Let me change it with something else. But noticing precedes the change for them. So I've become aware that 
I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. I become aware that I'm maybe not living my life. And once I have this awareness, do I do something next? Like how do I, um, I don't know, bring to life this new version of me? Is, is, there, yeah. is there something else I can do once yeah. I'm aware? Absolutely. I spend most of my time doing that, helping people. Because um, not only in, in my programs, we have a process where we write that view of here's my future self, right? Um, and that's pretty good, but it doesn't change things. So then we go through a process of crystallizing that, whether they can, and you know, I did over two days, it might be through a meditation the next day, then rewrite that. In the space of, you know, 24 hours, you can see the difference where people start to get to the real stuff all those other things kind of dissolve. So when we do that on a consistent basis, um, what it's doing is actually starting to build a belief and people starting to resonate and get them to have a goal card that they carry and that kind of ignites the cells of what they're creating, you know, the electrical um, impulses through the body, keep firing up that image like Dr. Thruman Fleet. Um, so I'm just using his process where we're actually putting that in embedding this whole new vision and um, the psycho cybernetics mechanism really is that unless we see our results reflecting that there's a thing called praxis that we haven't integrated that new belief with the behavior and so it's making sure that people know that the repetition of that's just not a boring thing to do it's a critical thing in helping change something that we may have had for 20 30 years you, you can imagine how strong that image of ourself and that identity is that, you know, it's important that we do that. And Ben, just another thought that came to me on that, I get up every morning and now write my gratitude for 10 things every day that, you know, and it keeps me in that different vibration that puts me in a harmony with that. But it also, I'm giving thanks sometimes for things that are still coming my way. So it's it's always around that belief and that that new sense of self and showing people that it's just not a one-off thing you can do. This is a deep-seated emotional change that needs to take place. So you're saying that they carry around a goal card and on this goal card they've written an outcome based on a version of themselves in the future mm -hmm. and they carry this with them. They are aware of their present. And it also sounds a lot like they're imagining themselves to be someone different, like they're, they're, there's a, 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 a visualisation component or something. Is that... Correct? Is that what they're, they're doing? They're imagining their, their life as well? I think they're acting as if. Oh, you know, no. when I started out, that's what I'm saying, I took on, here I am as this businesswoman. I was far from that. You know, when I started mm -hmm. believing and breathing life into that for myself. But, you know, it wasn't that long before that became so. That's, this stuff works and that's, that's where I just help people work you know, the material, um, not only is that goal card for that, it can be also that they put that next goal on that they're actually striving for. And I know that for me, I really believe that when I touch that, those cells fire up from all that writing I've done. Mm. And I believe that it myelinates, you know, that, that pathway for, you know, that next step. And it's building the muscle. You know, once people have done that once and they realise it works, we actually do then believe a bit bigger. And, and that's what I find is the, um, the unfolding of the evolution of the new person. It's fun to watch. I, I kind of get this. It is fun to watch. I, I kind of get this picture now in my mind uh, of walking around with like a, almost like a journal in my hand or something. 
if, if our listeners were to go and buy a journal, for example, and they want to start doing some of this writing, is there something specific you'd want them to write? Like, what do you get your team members to do? Is there, is there a specific way they should structure things? Or do they just free write? What, what's, what's the ultimate shell paradigm destroying process? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's, you know, I still live by it. I'm not oh, saying wow. things that I don't do. I carry it, you know, with me all the time. And and a part of my morning ritual is sometimes I'll rewrite uh, that what I'm going for as well. But that's a really great question, Ben, because I've always been taught that in that um, embedding that new self-image, it was like I am so happy and grateful now that I am or I have. Mm. And all of this is constructed in the present tense. I have to write it as if this is already here. And, you know, right now I'm going for something that is like, well, it's not quite here at all, but I believe and I write that every day. And I, the, the key thing here is we talk about, you know, the, the sensation of the law of vibration. I am in harmony with that frequency mm. of what I'm going after. And that's a key. So we have to write it as if we've already received it. So, you know, do you think that makes people sit up a little bit, but it also challenges them because they realise that it feels like an absolute lie at this point. Mm. But the subconscious or the unconscious mind can only accept whatever's given to it. So we need to be very clear on what we're giving it. The instructions to take on is what we, we really want because most people are doing it the other way. What they're fearing is the reality of what comes true. So they can write down, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have or I am, and then they insert whatever their paradigm-shifting goal is yeah. in present tense language. And then they write that on a card and they carry it with them? Is that? Well, what I get them to do is we write it out almost like you're journaling. And I, I did that this morning as well. You know, just every now and again I'll take it and I'll, I'll feel that as the character traits in all parts of my life. If I want to be, you know, an incredible speaker that my message helps move people to take the action, I want to make sure that those are the things that are really highlighted when I write that because that's important for me. You know, let's just not go through the motions. Let's have the empowered results at the end of it. Um, so they can write that in a script form. And that's why I was saying that when they do it after a meditation, what comes through and flows through them is not from a conditioned thinking mind. It actually is from their essence of who they really are mm. um and so then what i'm saying i get put on a goal card is just those key points you know for mine it might be two things of what i'm i'm aiming but the interesting thing is what i've always been taught and i know to be true now it it fires up those cells you know that electrical impulse to reignite that whole picture of what i've built in the long script just in that and so i find that just a really great um hack almost you know to help people keep fast tracking that and stay in that image. Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's quite a practical approach that people can, can take. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have had some incredible results through your coaching programs and the trainings that you run. And I know the listeners uh, online, if, if you want to obviously reach out to Shell, you can go directly to her website, actually, Shell Tyndall. I'll spell that for you, C-H-E-L-E-T-I-N-D-A-L-L.com. And right there on the homepage, you can actually uh, click a button and reach out any details and, and uh, get in touch with Shell and her team to find out more about how you can actually work with her and get some of these profound results. Because I know you take 
the thing I like about what you do, Shell, is, is there's no specific business I need to be in. There's no specific um, industry I'm trying to get to. It's just if they have that burning desire to commit and, you know, stay the course, you can show them how to become a top performer, dare I say it, you know, a, a world class, one of the best in the world at what they do sort of a scenario. And I, I know when I dig underneath what you do, there's a lot more about just peak performance in this entrepreneurial world that you're able to enable in people. There, there's this magical thing you do with people that you just bring out, out their brilliance. So before we wrap up for the day, I just want to find out, are there, are there any other tips that you'd recommend people do? Are there any other things that you would suggest they add to their lives uh, at this point, you've mentioned obviously the gratitudes in the morning. You've mentioned the goal card. You've mentioned this idea of being aware. Is there any any other tips you'd like to share with them? Uh, the biggest thing for me, Ben, and maybe it's not a tip, but it's um, it's something I deeply believe in. If you're sitting in a place in your life now and things are not going well, and you can't see, you've lost hope. Make a decision that you are going to change things because. Continuing to do what you do just has us leave, you know, this unfulfilled life and, you know, down a path of, of sometimes, you know, destruction. So so that's the biggest thing I want people to get is, is that don't allow that to continue further, you know, make that choice. And, and I found that once we made that decision, what I learned along the way is that the things that I thought I needed just through that came to me. I picked up the right course. Look, I invested in many, many courses, much learning along the way, and I needed to do that. But um, once you make that decision, it's almost like there's this magical thing that comes to you. Oh, here's the next thing. You know, it's 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 ordained almost in that um, what we're seeking is seeking us. So let's make sure that we move forward to the life that we really want and and you know, enjoy that. And, and as I said in the book, share our melody and our music of what's inside us to enrich the world of all people. Beautiful. I love that. Share our melodies, share our music. Um, sometimes people have like a final message they want to leave the listeners with, or uh, I know that what you just shared then is pretty, pretty, pretty spot on to, to, to a message. Is there any final thing you'd like to say to the listeners before we wrap up today? Um, yeah, I, well, I think the first thing that just came to me then, which is what I should probably share, is do not go to the grave with the music still inside. Mm. Don't have regrets. You know, yes. step into it and and live live the life that I think we're all destined to be. Our birthrights to be abundant. You know, it's almost um, a, a criminal act for us not to step in and, and unleash everything that um, you know we're destined to to share our gifts. So please, mate, please, you know, have the courage to do that and. And find these vibrant communities like you have, like uh, all of the coaches that are, are in that the book that I'm, you know, so grateful to be part of, um, provide an environment for people to, you know, to make that happen. So we're lucky. Cool. Step into it. Uh, again, if you want to find out more about our incredible coaching programs, please uh, check out shelltindall.com. Uh, and Shell, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Ben. Oh, look, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And thank you for everything you do. And oh, I appreciate that. Are leaving an incredible legacy of people that you've helped do exactly what I'm talking about. So that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, again, if you want to find out more about Shell, you can do so by visiting uh, elevatebooks.com where you'll find a whole bunch of information about uh, Shell and also her own uh, website, shelltindall.com. You can find out more about her coaching programs. 
Always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love is the key to elevating all areas of your life. And so until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Thanks so much for tuning in and bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.